You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today's episode is called Selfish versus Selfless. I wanted to make this episode for my clients who struggle to do anything for themselves without feeling that they're being selfish, without feeling guilty. I think it's a really great topic to explore and so I want to look at selfish and selfless and what lies in the middle. I want to start with a fact and that is the fact that being selfish or being selfless is a behavior. Most of the time it's just a behavior that you do in a certain situation but in some cases if you are selfish a lot of the time or selfless a lot of the time it can definitely shape your attitude and the type of person you are but I want to put to you that for this episode we're talking about the majority of the population who might occasionally behave one way or the other in certain circumstances. Think about it. You probably know somebody who has been behaving selfishly in a certain situation, but generally they are generous and compassionate most of the time. And I bet you also know people who are selfless a lot of the time, always putting other people first. But then occasionally they lash out and they withdraw themselves and they remove all their empathy and they become seemingly selfish. So think about those two situations and in that context please let's not use these terms as judgments or labels or ways to define ourselves as people or others. Let's take the drama out of the words and use them as frames of reference for behaviours that people might display in certain situations. Does that sound okay? All right, well, let's start with some definitions of those words so that you can get really clear on these frames of reference. I want to read you some dictionary definitions for the words selfish and selfless. And as I read out each one, see what that conjures up for you. See how the word makes you feel. Let's look at the word selfish. The word selfish of a person or action or motive means lacking consideration for other people, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Hmm, so that's selfish. In contrast, the word selfless means pretty much the opposite. It means you are chiefly concerned with the needs and wishes of others much more than your own. Now, how do you feel about the words selfish and selfless, having heard those definitions? A lot of you out there are going to think that being selfish has negative connotations because it's about ignoring the needs of others. And I get that. But don't you think that the word selfless is kind of interesting? (laughs) I mean, it's almost the opposite in meaning in that you have little to no regard for yourself. And yet somehow it seems strangely positive, almost as if you're being virtuous or a knight in shining armour for others, as if it's a good thing to put yourself last to your own detriment. So what I see is the trouble with these two extremes is that having any level of consideration for your own needs seems to be a negative thing, whether you're selfish or selfless. And there's no way that that could be true. <laughs> so knowing that neither extreme is sustainable or in my opinion it's not I want to ask you a question that you might not have considered there must be a middle ground 
where looking after yourself is acceptable. And so what is that middle ground? I posed this question on Facebook last year and some smart cookie had a great answer. And I totally agree and therefore I would like you to introduce you to that concept of the middle ground, self-care. Self-care is defined as any activity that you do deliberately in order to take care of your mental, emotional and physical health. It involves setting aside a time for activities that enhance your energy, restore your health and reduce stress. Now, how do you feel about the word self-care? What does that conjure up for you? What I find interesting is that some people see self-care as a negative thing, as something for weak people, or at least as something that they don't have time for. And that says a lot about your beliefs about selfishness, selflessness, and self-care. If you think that self-care is a negative, or for weak people, or something that you don't have time for, it may indicate that you are skewed towards selfishness or selflessness. Perhaps you might find yourself dissing self-care because you've only ever considered those unsustainable extremes. So I'd like to dig into the concept of the middle ground a little further to explore it with you now so that you can review your relationship with yourself, your needs and these three little words. Let's start with being selfish. I want you to first get really clear on what being selfish means to you and how you relate to it personally. Right now, think of a time when you judged yourself or someone else to be selfish. What was it that caused you to make that judgment? What were you telling yourself at the time? What was the phrase running through your head when you saw that behavior? And even what feedback did you get from others? What did they say or how did they behave that influenced your judgment of the situation? Chances are that somebody did something and you noticed that they behaved differently than you would have in a certain situation. Or maybe you behaved out of character in a certain situation and you deemed that to be selfish. Here's an example. Let's say a group of friends that you know organize a coffee date that suits everybody except for Kylie who says that she can't make it at that time because she has her Pilates class then. What do you think? Is she selfish for sticking with her existing plan instead of meeting her friends? What meaning would you attach to Kylie's behaviors? What if you were the one in that situation? And what are the other friends saying that might influence your judgment? It's an interesting thing, isn't it, to look at it from the third person instead of looking at your own involvement in that situation. How would you judge somebody else in that situation? To me, it's self-care and I want to explain why. We've just heard the story of Kylie and her friends and without any other information about what sort of person Kylie is, how she's feeling right now, what she's going through, what sort of week she's had, what her needs are or how good a friend she is generally. It's pretty clear that in this instance, she is choosing to look after her own needs instead of meeting her friends. Here's another example. Let's say that you've slaved all week for your family, washing clothes, making beds, cooking meals, and as a consequence, you're short-tempered and frazzled and exhausted. 
So you decide to lock yourself in the bathroom for a nice warm bath on your own with nobody else. And then you hear your kids knocking at the door wanting to come in and talk to you and hang out and play in the bath. Would it be selfish for you to say no? To me, this is self-care at the end of a largely selfless week. And without any other information about what sort of person you are, it's clear that in this instance, in this moment, you are looking after your own needs by locking yourself in the bathroom to have a bath. And further, to me, this is setting a good example for your kids of how to set boundaries and how to meet your own needs so that you can be a calmer person, more stable, more emotionally balanced, less frazzled, more available to others and a happier person to be around. What do you think? Having talked about being selfish, now let's talk about being selfless, the opposite. Let's get clear on your perspective of that. Right now, think of a time when you judged yourself or someone else to be selfless. What was it that caused you to make that judgment? What did you or that other person do? And why did you think that that was selfless? What were you telling yourself about that behavior at the time? And was there any feedback from others, any other opinions that influenced your thinking about that person and that behavior? Here's an example for you. Kelly worked hard all week and she did all of her work and she stayed back late to finish projects on time for her clients, her company's clients. And she also made time at work to help her colleagues with some of their tasks. Is Kelly being selfless? How do you know? To me, it certainly sounds like she's putting others first. But we also don't have any information on what that behavior has cost her personally. Has she put herself first at the expense of her own needs? What if Kelly had sacrificed her healthy meal prep, missed her gym sessions and drank wine a few nights this week despite her intention to do the opposite simply because she was too busy helping others? In that case, how would you feel about the concept of selflessness? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And what would you think of Kelly as a person if she behaved like that regularly? One thing I know is this. Sometimes we make sacrifices for other people and other things in our lives and that's okay, that can be selfless. Sometimes it does cost us to do that. But if you're being selfless a lot of the time, you are at risk of becoming a martyr, somebody who constantly suffers and complains or you may lose the respect of others. They may, they may look at you opportunistically and see you as somebody that they can get things out of. So being too far either way can be detrimental, but we probably at times are selfish or selfless in certain situations, and that's okay. Let's stop here for a moment and get some clarity. Right now you might be feeling a little bit uncomfortable about your own perspective on selfishness and selflessness. You might be a little confused about your feelings. That's okay. It just means that you might be at a growth edge, maybe getting ready to consider the truth, what it means to you and how you would like to behave and show up going forward. 
I suspect that most of you listening to this podcast are not really aligned with either selfishness or selflessness. I think you're probably seeking the middle ground, something that feels aligned and has integrity. So let's talk about that now. Let's talk about self-care and why self-care wins. If you're someone who wishes that you are more self-disciplined or better at regulating your thoughts and actions, more self-regulation as it's called, that tells me that what you actually want is self-care. It tells me that you want the middle ground between being selfish and selfless. You want to be accountable to yourself and do enough of the basic things required to meet your own needs. And when I say the basic things, I'm talking about the basic human needs to eat well, to move, to get enough sleep, to have adequate relaxation and rejuvenation time, to have a bit of fun, to enjoy loving relationships, and to have a sense of peace, calm and confidence. The experts say that people with high self-regulation have good levels of confidence and belief that they can be effective in what they pursue and they're more likely to achieve their goals. So no matter what you thought about self-care before, as you can see now, there's nothing woo-woo about it. It's all about looking after yourself and giving enough attention to your own needs so that you can show up better in the world. Okay, let's summarize what we've covered today. Let's get some perspective on selfishness, selflessness and self-care. If you're consistently selfish or consistently selfless, it can become your attitude and the way people see you. But a lot of the time we judge individual behaviours, our own or others, as selfish or selfless. And the problem with these words, according to their formal definition, is that you don't get your needs met in either case. So they both have negative implications for you. I propose a middle ground, self-care. That is the state of intentionally looking after your basic needs for food, shelter, activity, sleep and rest with self-discipline so that you can be on your game, better able to support others, do your work effectively and probably be a happier person. If this resonates with you and you would like to do some work around self-care, you may be interested in my membership that I run. In the month of February, we will be studying self-confidence and part of the study of self-confidence is being able to say yes or no to people so that you can meet your own needs, so that you can um, create adequate self-care in your life. So if you're interested in that and getting support and studying self-confidence for a month so that you can create more self-care, visit melaniejwhite.com forward slash habitology. You may like to join my monthly membership for the month of February 2020 where we will be studying self-confidence as a vehicle to get self-care among other things. Okay, thanks for listening everyone. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.